0: Welcome to Strange Talk with Doc. This is Doc here. I hope your day is going well. We're going to talk about some things today. I'm going to ask the question and answer it, I guess. Why do I podcast? I'm interested in why do you podcast? Are you a listener of podcasts? Obviously, if you're here, you're listening. I'm going to talk some coronavirus. I'm going to talk some Trump. I'm going to talk Las Vegas bars reshutting shutting down. I'm going to talk about legendaries, some TV shows, documentaries. I'm going to talk about the NBA, Disney-wide world of sports conditions. I'm going to talk about some general public things, UFC. We're going to get to a lot of things. This is not a one-pony, trick-pony-type podcast. We deal with a lot of different issues. I'm going to talk Terry Crews. I mean, I'm going to talk about a lot of things. I'm not going to talk down to you about these things. I'm just going to give you my opinion on what I think is interesting and what's going on in not only the world, but my world. So let's start where we always start lately, because it's a very important subject and we have to deal with it. The coronavirus. And forgive me, I did not do my research this morning to see what the latest updates were. So I do not have those numbers and I'm ashamed of myself for not having those numbers. But I'm going to move on. Uh, Las Vegas, Friday night at 11.59 p.m. They decided that they had to reshut shut down the bars. I thought Vegas had opened up a little too early to begin with, but they wanted to have that 4th of July Memorial Day money, so they decided to do it, and then they didn't have a universal plan. They originally or initially said that they were all going to adhere to one plan and the one plan was going to be if he was going to test at one place he was going to use the same type of testing in all places which was not true I looked at YouTube videos and I seen how Caesars conducted themselves as opposed to how Bally's and no not Bally's Bellagio conducted themselves and it wasn't different you had people floating around no mass you had mass gatherings at pools so I'm not shocked that this happened and I'm sad that this happened. I'm sad that they rushed. I'm sad that they put people's lives and health in jeopardy. I wanted Vegas to do the right thing. They said that they were going to pride themselves on being the safest place to come, and they failed. And there's no if's ands, and buts about it. They have failed. So we all know that it has spiked in Florida. It has spiked in Texas. And it spiked so bad in Florida. That Trump now says that his convention, he's actually willing to work with somebody to change the format as far as mass and social distancing is concerned. Now, Trump should have been doing this from day one, but he is an irresponsible man who's in this office of president, and we know how this is going for us. Hundreds of thousands of people are dying, millions of people are sick. Millions of people are not at their jobs. They're not collecting a paycheck. They're on unemployment. There's been no second stimulus. We are in bad shape, and I'm hoping for the very best. Fauci has actually said that he hasn't even spoke to Trump in the last two months. I mean, this dude is the top infectious disease expert in America, and he has not spoken to Trump about the pandemic resurgence. That makes no sense to me. How how do you even have a person in office and you don't even talk to them? Who we got with me? Oh,
1: it's Netboy, and that's because Trump doesn't care about the coronavirus.
0: Okay, maybe you could help me out with something here, Net. Who do you know the latest numbers worldwide in the US? Because for once in my life I did not do the research, so I do not have the latest numbers and like I said, I apologize. No, I don't have the latest. I don't
1: have the latest. The last number I heard was 130
0: but i think that was earlier in the week okay because last last sunday sorry i don't know about
1: worldwide that was u.s
0: okay we we were at 128 last sunday when we did the show so now we're at at least over 130 that is an outrageous number you know and i was just talking about how texas is going to reimpose a shutdown vegas has already reimposed the shutdown And then this guy, Trump, we don't refer to him as president over here. So if this is a type of podcast that you're looking, that's going to be doing a lot of praising of this man at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, you can tune out now. I don't mind losing you because this is not a place for you to begin with. But he threatens to cut funding to schools if they don't reopen when he doesn't net even have the power to do it. He loves threatening things. He loves threatening things that he does not have power. Congressional authority funds the schools, not the president. This is not a job of the United States president of America to sit there and say who directly gets funding. There are are congressional uh, boards for these type of things.
1: I think it's just now he's trying to switch up but being that the virus is getting so bad he's trying to switch his stance so uh so he got an lecture coming up so he's just trying to um toe the line I guess with, with some some not his base but others that one should wear a mask. And open oh up yeah the
0: well
1: at the same time.
0: Yeah, the guy shows up at Walter Reed yesterday and he has a mask on. Okay, yeah. he shows up. This is a medical hospital. He's going to see sick vets. It would only be the right thing to do to wear a mask. This is a man who should have had a mask on from day one. He's supposed to be setting an example. He is actually... Yeah, then, a
1: couple of months ago, didn't Pence visit the same place and they wear a mask?
0: Yes, but this time he couldn't do it because... Mm-hmm. Let's, let's not forget, and we're going to get to this a little later... He's in full panda mode right now. And I mean full panda. He's pandering to the Hispanics who he has done nothing but for three years shitted on. He's pandering to them. He's looking for anybody that he can from certain races to use. Right now, he's having a problem finding a good black person, quote unquote, to use. Because we've read through the Candace Owens. We've read through the um, Diamond and Silk. These are not credible people that he could use. So now, like I said, we're going to get into it. He's using the Goya guy. So now yeah. Goya is the face of all Hispanics, which makes no sense. No one person is the face of any race. Let's clear that up. Two, that he's going to...
1: Like
0: exactly. Now he's going to try to find himself some form of an Asian. He's going to try to then, because of this Washington uh, football team thing, I almost slipped up and said it, this Washington (laughs) football thing, he's going to try to find some chief who's in full Indian regalia to stand next to him. So he has to do all these moves. But one thing about Trump, for as intelligent as he thinks he is, he pretty much is transparent. You can see through everything he does. The only people who don't see through him are people who are indoctrinated in his cult, and they are so deep in it that they're going to need deep. We're going to need nationwide deprogramming after November fourth.
1: Yep. It's either that or the the United States is going to be split. As far as I mean, we were already split, but I'm talking about deep divide split, like. The, the Trumpers versus everyone
0: else. We are, you know what? We are basically, it's a sad state of affairs, but we are basically almost there. It is, It you could just see how these protesters have regressed to the point where it's basically now just color. It's not even anything to do with common sense. It's not anything to do with what the platform is. It's just, you're white, I'm black, fuck you, Fuck you. And that's where we are right now. And I don't know who could heal this kind of wound. I don't know if it can be healed. This is a deep wound, man. This is one of those fatal wounds. We're in trouble, net between a, a virus that we cannot see, we don't fully understand, and the virus of hate. You know, we have the virus of hate. And then I don't like, and I I'm going to target some people right now. You people who throw Trump and the Bible and Christianity in people's face and you can't even answer the most basic question in the Bible. I think most people can agree that Noah and the ark is one of the most famous stories in the Bible. And don't go to your fucking Google right now. You can't even probably name how many animals Noah brought on the ark. And if you're claiming Christianity and you can't even name how many animals of each animal he brought on the ark, then shut the fuck up, read your Bible, and start from scratch. And that's all I'm going to say on that subject. They probably couldn't even answer that simple-ass question. Because I know now that they're already gone, because that's what I'm going to post as a clip, they're going to say two by two. He brought two of each animal. Wrong. Like I said, reread your Bible. You know nothing. Everybody knows he brought two of every animal. No, he did not. Your own Bible says he did not. So you're a fool if you use the Bible to justify things when you don't even know the book. And that's what really pisses me off. These people with this, they throw that in your face all the time and they don't even know what they're talking about. But that's the world we live in. Well, you know, Trump, I, I advise everybody, if you got five minutes of your life, please look at the Lincoln Project Never Trump ads. They are fantastic. I mean, the shits are so fantastic that they will make you angry, they will make you laugh out loud, and they also make you go, who the fuck could vote for this guy? So if you haven't, have you seen them yet?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I've seen like two. Okay, well, they're fantastic. Would you, do you agree or you think they're a waste of time?
1: No, I think there needs to be more.
0: Yeah, I, I think there will be more. But I appreciate the Lincoln Project. I, I tip my hat to you. I actually bow and say good work because somebody's got to say these things. And I'm tired of my man. And he had a perfect opportunity this week. And somebody needs to sit me down and explain, and maybe you could do it right after I finish that. Why the fuck does Obama take the high road with this man? He called him a corrupt crook this week worldwide, and he doesn't even respond. What about saying, no, you fucking won't? No, you won't. I mean, I'm not understanding Obama's silence. Of getting this man kicking sand in his face and just taking it when he could actually throw a fucking gut punch and hurt him. And hurt him publicly. Do you have any views on that?
1: Yeah, you know, I feel like, you know, sometimes you get the kid that uh, you can constantly say things about it, just doesn't say anything. I don't even think it's a bomb at this time. I really think he tries to stay out of politics that I think but his you, wife doesn't want to part in a politi- politics and they have some form of agreement because he doesn't touch really any subject
0: but we need him we need yeah. a strong voice that is a respected voice that when he says nonsense the man called him a fucking criminal a crook and and basically a traitor to the US and he just ignored it. you cannot not not this guy when this dude is wrong, people got to tell him, who have a platform, you're wrong. I mean, you know, so, and this is one of those incidents where silence is complicity with what Trump is saying. He got to speak up. And I'm tired of Obama. Take, he's always taking the fucking high road. Sometimes I didn't say get in the dirt with him that I didn't say, you know, you don't battle with an idiot all day, but you, you can straighten him out.
1: Yeah, he has nothing to lose right now. It's like you can't. I can see in the presidency you don't want to. You ain't not want to be labeled as the angry black guy, but now you have nothing to lose. You're not going to run for any other office, so why
0: not? Yeah, and it, and when you do stuff like that, it always makes him seem like he's just going, you know, when it fits my agenda. But you know what? You can't sit there with Biden. Biden needs as much fucking help. He needs as much smart help, uh, trusted help as humanly possible because I won't use this platform to dog out Biden. But I really wish that other than like debates, we could hide him away in his own personal bunker and just bring him out when we need him until he gets, uh, you know, in office because he flips up his tongue a lot, man.
1: Yeah, I know that's it's best for him not to say too much, but I really think right now he needs to be seen more, at least do interviews or something, like out of sight, out of mind, and that's the way I feel about it right now because, dude, I haven't seen him. I saw his wife on the episode of The View a couple of weeks ago, but I haven't seen Biden at all. I don't really watch any of the three major news stations, but I'm like, dude, I'm an American person. I should be able to see you when I turn on the TV at any point in the day.
0: Yeah, his, his ad campaigns are weak right now, but I will say that he has he's the one who has answered back when uh Trump said this nonsense this week. He did reply back. He made sure to reply back. He made sure that when Trump did the white power thing, that he replied back to that. He he has not you know, Twitter let's let's give Twitter some some credit. It's a pretty powerful tool. It gets in people's heads. It makes people talk about things that they wouldn't normally talk about. And at least he responds back because we have the all-time king of Twitter. This week, I watched this Donald J. Trump post something on Twitter. I was actually lucky enough to be the first person to reply. Within a second, for some reason, I was on his site. Within a second of him making a tweet, I was the first one to tweet. Back to him. But this fucking guy tweets, and then he responds to his own tweets. Who does that? He responds to his own tweets. Okay, so he... And I'm talking about not once, I'm talking about he did five of them, back to back to back to back. I was like, you know you crazy, right? Who responds to their own tweets? That's all I said. You know, I was like, who does that? But, you know, at least Joe does hit him back up on Twitter every once in a while. Now, it ain't one of those 50 cent type back and forth. And but he does, when he says something that, I mean, when a person calls you a criminal, if somebody calls you a crook or a rapist, you don't just roll over that and say, hey, bartender, give me another beard. Some things you say, you know what? I'm not standing for that shit. You know, and you know what? Black Twitter showed his power this week and I'm not going to get into that because I couldn't give less than a fuck about what Will Jada is doing with that August guy. And that's all I'm going to say on that subject. But Black Twitter showed his face and at least Will Will thought he had to bow down to them. And I don't really care. I don't give a fuck that they, they have sex on national TV next week on BET. I'm not watching. I don't care about Jada nor Will. You know. So Trump uh, homeboys, one goes back to jail. Michael Cohn goes back to federal prison. And he makes sure that his butt buddy, Roy, uh, Roger Stone, doesn't go to jail at all. Yeah, which is crazy. no surprise to anybody. But it's no, this fucking guy lied to Congress. And he's not yeah. going to jail. Twice. Well,
1: they also lied to the FBI, too? Or just Congress yes. twice?
0: But see, listen. Roger and Donald go by go back like babies and pacifies, man. Them two motherfuckers were schooled at the same school of Roy Cohn. The same college of Roy Cohn. They got master's degrees. Matter of fact, they got doctorates, double doctorates of the school of Roy Cohn. So everybody knew that when Roger got uh convicted, it was a waste of time, a waste of court, energy and money. It was it was a joke. Now Cohen, I have to say Cohn's a piece of shit, but I do respect what he did. I would have went back to jail, too. I would have went back to jail because, one, this is taking money out of uh, Cohn's pocket. They was extorting him legally. They didn't send him back to jail because he uh, was caught at those restaurants in New York. That wasn't what it was. It was because he refused to sign those papers of silence. And he was like, you know yeah. what? I only got a year more to do. Fuck that, man. Next year, now yeah. Yeah, not not only next year can I do a book? I can go to CNBC, Fox, NBC. I can go to Howard Stern. I can go where the fuck I want and talk about what I want to talk about. And they were trying to buy his silence, and he was like, you know what? No, you're not buying my silence. First of all, what the fuck is a Michael Cohen book worth? Twenty million dollars? <sighs> yeah. I'll do the I'll do the year. They're protecting me. I'll do the year. You know? But but Roger Stone, I mean, goddamn. And he knew this was coming because how was he prepared with a crowd when the decision came down? Think about it. He had a crowd out there with a t-shirt, a special mask, everything, and the camera crew. He knew this shit. Trump called them and said, Hey, Roger, buddy. I just signed it. Call TMZ. Call uh Everybody, you know, this you know you could speak about this fucking Donald Trump literally all day long if you wanted to. He uh he's mad because the two racist team names decide that they want to look into renaming themselves.
1: Yeah, he's playing to his base.
0: Yeah, but he attacks Bubba Wallace and tells Bubba, you did you. Oh, everybody, an apology because that noose that's a noose is not a noose. I mean, he, he, this, this dude is he's special. But now let's get to um, Mr. Goya. Mr. Goya is Robert Unane. Our country is truly blessed to have Trump's leadership, and he compared Trump to his grandfather. Well, your grandfather must have been a piece of shit. Uh, your grandfather must have been crazy as a fucking bug. And does this guy, Robert, who sells predominantly... I know he's everywhere. Goya's everywhere and all races eat Goya products. But he forgets that how Trump treated the people after Hurricane Maria. He shitted on Puerto Rico, came near threw some paper towels, and got the fuck out of Dodge. And those people didn't have electricity for months some places, man. I don't know the condition of some villages in Puerto Rico now. Yeah, Yeah, I got a friend in
1: Puerto Rico now that's trying to fix up her house that was damaged.
0: And let's let's not not forget.
1: He uh, he started his campaign shitting on Mexicans.
0: Yeah, I was getting ready to go right there. He's been treating Mexicans like shit for three and a half years. He's actually blamed them for all the ills of America. The raping, the murder, the killing, the drugs. I mean, Mexicans are not doctors, lawyers, accountants, businessmen and businesswomen. They don't own homes and pay taxes. As far as he's concerned, they're all criminals. So this dude, he can have any opinion he wants, but he should have worded this a lot better we are blessed to have this man I mean it's insane I did something this week I'm going to have to wait quite a while to get it though I ordered Mary Trump's book uh, pre-ordered it I mean I might not get this thing Amazon said I might not get it to August through September but I paid the $25 through Amazon and I ordered too much and never enough how my family created the world's most dangerous man I cannot wait. I'm going to read every page of Mary Trump's book. I don't give a fuck how salacious it is. I don't care if she lies and adds shit in there. I just need to believe the worst about the Trumps. I need to. And if she confirms it in any way, it makes me feel better about myself.
1: I mean, him and his two dumbass sons get on TV and basically show the worst of Trump. It's like, it's like, they're like, both of them. I'm not gonna put a vodka too much, but the other, the two sons are basically Trump. I feel like they're Trump-like because Trump is like on steroids. I'm like they're exactly like their father by any means. Necessary. Yeah,
0: yeah. He's um, he's he's a piece of work. I mean, there's no ifs and buts about him being a special piece of work. Now, what I did was I thought about something, right? And this is what Donald J. Trump is to me. He's unqualified. He's a multiple-time draft dodger. He's hateful. He's xenophobic. He's a divider. He's 100% racist. He's homophobic. He's Roy Cohn's butt boy. He has low intelligence. He's sexist. He's a con man. He's a cheater. He's a cult leader. He's a fake-ass dictator. He's a manipulator. He's incestuous. He's narcissistic. He's a braggart buffoon who is obviously a megalomaniac and he's a huge embarrassment to the United States of America and that is what Trump means to me when I see Trump I see all those things encompassed in one human being that is a lot of bad shit to be balled up in one human being when you think of Trump what do you think of Oh, I
1: think straight racist that's my main That's my main thought. The guys are straight racist. I don't know if it was hidden for all these years, but straight racist.
0: Yeah, I did say 100% racist. Well, let's talk a little bit of sports. This should be interesting. Well, I'll make this real brief. The American Century Golf Celebrity Golf Tournament is going on. It's been going on for a couple of days. It's just interesting. Me as a black man who loves to golf seeing celebrities golf. I like seeing celebrities golf. I like seeing people like uh, I wouldn't normally get to see do this, like uh, Patrick Mahomes and Steph and Drew uh, and his father, the Currys. Seeing uh, Charles Barkley and, and uh, Carlton from the Fresh Prince golf. It's interesting. Shit, I didn't even know Canelo Alvarez golf, but watching him golf yesterday was kind of interesting. It was cool to me. I don't know why, but it is. I guess because I would never see these people normally do it. And some some of them I say, hey, man, that's a rich man. he got a lot of time. He's been golfing for years, and he's shit. I beat him any day of the week.
1: <laughs>
0: so Fight Island started last night. I have not seen it yet. I unfortunately have heard some endings, uh, but I will be using my Sunday today to finish off this celebrity golf tournament and actually watch the UFC Fight Island. Uh, they no, had some big that. names on the...
1: That was a good card. Go ahead. Whatever
0: Dana okay. put on,
1: that was, a, that was a definitely the whole... I didn't watch the prelims, but the whole pay-per-view was really good.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I get to see some of my favorite people. I, I can't wait to see what my girl Rose Namajunas looks like because last time I seen Rose, she was shaky and, you know, Jessica Andrade had her fucked up when she dumped her on her head and she was talking about quitting. I think Rose is spectacular with her hands. I... I enjoy a woman who can box. I enjoy uh, J. 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 Check because she can box. And that's not something I see all the time from women. I want to see what Paige Van Zandt got in the tank. I want to see Max Holloway. So I'm, I'm, I'm quite interested in this whole card. Now, Wednesday night on Freebie ESPN, we have Fight Island Part 2, people. Part 2 of Fight Island is Wednesday. I think we're going to have... We had Saturday, we're going to have Wednesday, then we're going to have Saturday again, and then we're going to have the next Saturday. So they're over there into the beginning of August.
1: I now, would say one thing, which is not a spoiler. uh, When the UFC has a big pay-per-view without Joe Rogan, it makes it a little weird. It's like watching WWE back in the day when there was no Jim Ross. It's like you know Joe what? Rogan has become a staple announcer for the UFC.
0: Oh, uh, When you have, here's the two. If you don't have no Daniel Cormier and Joe, it's a little weird. I really don't like listening to Dominique. I must admit, I don't like listening to Dominique Cruz. I don't mind Bixpin at all. Bixpin is all right. I even take Dan Hardy. But Joe Rogan is kind of, you're right, he's the Jim Ross of voices. And and so I dig him. But if Bixpin was There was no Cormier yesterday either. No, he's training, um, so we know he won't be a fight island for none of these. Yeah, he won't be for. I don't any even of these. know. I
1: don't know the guy that was uh, doing the commentary.
0: Okay, well, if it was Big Spin, he has a heavy uh, English accent, but no, it, more than likely it was probably Dominic Cruz, unless it was this tall blonde guy.
1: No, he wasn't blonde. It was just weird that I'm like, it was just weird not to hear the regular people's voices. But I guess they, maybe people had other things to do than go to Abu Dhabi.
0: Yeah, everybody doesn't want to go. There's, there's strict rules over there, man. You can, you can be arrested for the slightest fucking thing over there. So you would have to stay inside that bubble. And let's now talk about another bubble. The WNBA ownership embarrassed themselves this week. Let's not even get to the NBA. Don't even talk about them. Just let's stick to the WNBA. The WNBA's wobble. When those pitches were released by those young ladies, it was an embarrassment to a billion-dollar company. You know, we don't want to see...
1: It, uh, fire Fest all over again.
0: Yeah, we don't want to see rat traps and shitty food plates. These are professional athletes. I mean, the rat traps were fucked up. Okay, the little worm thing was bad. But the big, huge fucking rat... Put it this way. Your company has a convention. Netboy, you're going to this convention for five days. They send you to a room that has a rat trap in it on the wall. What are you... Are you calling management of your job and saying, what the fuck are you all doing to me?
1: Yeah, are you well, not doing I I'm not even they did out okay make... there's no bubble in the world that's gonna get me to stay in the room if you got rat traps you probably also got bed bugs and anything else
0: yeah now since we talked about the wnba's wobble, the wnba doubled down on dumb by sending the guys and making their place look just as bad <laughs> i mean that's a double down I mean, do they really want to restart a league? You know what? Uh, What's his name? J.R. Smith. J.R. Smith, I made fun of J.R. Smith for years. He always looks like he's diseased to me. I, it's just something about him. He just looks like he don't drink enough water. He's one of those guys that look like he drinks soda all day and his skin is bad. And then the tattoos don't hurt. And I'm highly tattooed, but my tattoos don't make me look ill, Right? But he was 100% right, Ned. These are Lamborghinis, Ferraris, Rolls Royces. You don't fill them with regular, cheap, standard gas. I mean, you don't give them plates of food that look like that. I mean, okay, I understand Rondo went a little overboard. That room was a lot better than a Motel 6. But shit, I mean, I thought these were luxury accommodations.
1: Oh, yeah, I think what happened, especially about the money they supposedly have paid uh, Disney, but um, I think Disney knew that they was going to reopen Disney World, so they probably gave them, they created their bubble, allowed them to create their bubble in one of their cheapest, probably, properties that they own.
0: No, but you here's the here's the crazy thing. They were supposed to get the three most luxurious properties. The, w, the, the NBA paid them $100 million for these three months. A $100 million for these three months. Because they knew that they would lose revenue on Joe Blow going. So these were the three most luxurious. And there's standards to the shit. Which is not right either. You see what the Lakers food looked like as opposed to what the Nuggets food looked like. That didn't make sense. The Lakers yeah. had sushi. Sushi. The Nuggets had, and I'm not lying because there'll be a picture attached, raw chicken. Raw chicken yeah. will put you in the hospital. That shit don't even make sense. Who's cooking? They they, they yeah. got the towel guy. Hey, towel guy, go downstairs and cook.
1: That sounds like a biased uh, uh, cook. Let's keep the Lakers yeah.
0: healthy. And kill the other guys. Now, the Jackson boys, football Jackson and the NFL Jackson. We have Steven Captain Jack Jackson from my old San Antonio Spurs. He was a world champion with the Spurs, so I always had a lot of love and respect for Captain Jack. Then we have Deshaun Jackson from the Philadelphia Eagles. Deshaun makes an asinine comment. He thinks he's saying something slick and wind up not being smart, slick, or even an educated viewpoint at all. Stephen Jackson will not stop double, tripling, and quadrupling down on this asinine statement. So you know what? I'm to the point now that I don't. I've actually banned Stephen Jackson's Twitter's or Instagram or anything that he posts anywhere for me ever seeing it. I don't even want to ever see anything he has to say again. He lost me. He, he completely lost me. You can't be for anti-racism. You cannot be for anti-racism and pick who you decide that anti-racism is cool against. I appreciate that Deshaun apologized because he actually messed up. But Stephen constantly... ...that
1: that says Hitler said, you should know that... Maybe you shouldn't retweet that or post
0: that. Yeah, And it's not just that. You know what? We got Google. It takes you two seconds. Everybody has a phone nearby. He could have Googled the statement and found out that this is even a false statement linked to Hitler. It's not even linked to Hitler. Here's the thing that gets me from black guys from New York. I don't think a black person from New York at one point in time has not seen the black Israelites. Have you ever seen the black Israelites?
1: of course.
0: Okay. This is their doctrine. This is not something that Hitler says. This is black Israelite doctrine that the black person is the original Jew. And I'm not going to make it into a, a theological discussion, but that's where they build it on. And then they take one quote out of the Bible. See, I'm a person who studied the Bible back and forth. So I know it pretty damn well. There's a quote in the Bible in Revelations where they say the fake Jews and then they become the uh, synagogue of Satan. And so that's where all this, that's where that quote kind of comes out of. They're the synagogue of Satan as opposed to the black man as the righteous Jew. And that's what, you know, Stephen Jackson, he already rode the coattails of George Floyd as far as he could take them. But he can't now ride the coattails of uh, Louis Farrakhan also when he's not even a fucking Muslim. You ain't never seen a Nation of Islam guy look like Steven Jackson. First thing you're going to have to do, brother, is shave. I've seen a lot someone, of Nation of Islam who, guys, but I ain't never seen one with a beard.
1: Someone said, so Farrakhan gave a speech right right before that Jackson um, comment. Someone said you could watch Farrakhan who's like the most articulate person and get amped up and then not realize what you're sending out. You said sometimes you need to take a moment to breathe and process before you do anything.
0: Yeah. What happens is in these situations that it's pretty fucking unfortunate, we get people who are low IQ, low intelligence. Now I'm sure Captain Jack does well because people love his podcast. People love his podcast. Some shit with um Matt Bonds. I've never listened to it.
1: Yeah.
0: Like Straight Fire or some shit like that. I don't even know the name. Right. So he uh he goes from there. He does what he does. He knows the NBA. The man knows how to play ball. He knows the in and out of basketball. Now politics, history, and religion. Obviously, those are subjects. And they talked about those in school, he walked out of the door and said, I'm a basketball player. I don't need this shit. And sometimes we don't, we have to leave things that are not in our wheelhouse. We need to learn about them and we don't do it. Like, here's a question I asked myself that I wanted to discuss on this podcast. Why do I podcast? Well, I podcast originally because I thought it would be fun. It wasn't about ever. Becoming some famous person or rich. Those would be great perks. Great perks. I'm not going to sit here and say that wouldn't be great perks. I would like to be known. But for the most part, me and Ned have been doing this since 2017 and have been allowed to keep our anonymity because we're not actually looking for that. I mean, I built up thousands of people on Instagram just to delete every fucking one of them because I don't care about that. Because the most important thing to me is my voice. Not my face, because I was actually sitting down today, Net, saying, do I want to make this podcast a video podcast like every fucking body else? And then I thought about it. I said, you know what? When you drive it in your car and you got on, um, say, the Breakfast Club, you ain't seeing them. Yeah. Does that make you turn the radio off? No, you still enjoy what you listen to. And I said, you know what? I'm not joining the, the, the visual. I'm going to stay audio because that's my lane. I like that lane. And I thought about it. I mean, I was getting ready to set this room up as a studio. I got all this sports paraphernalia I was going to put behind me. Then I said, you know what? Do you really want to deal with people talking about this on your body, that on your body, your face, this? You know what? I'll fuck you. I hate you. You, You're not as well built as I thought you was. Your beard is not as black as it is in your image. I don't want to go through all that. I said, you know what? To avoid that, I'm gonna stay exactly where I'm comfortable. We've been doing this for a long time. First of all, maybe other people wouldn't be comfortable being on camera, so I'm gonna keep that out of my wheelhouse. I, I it was an, it was a thought I entertained for six seconds, and it's over. Real quick,
1: too. I saw that the was, logo. That's pretty good, kick-ass logo.
0: Hey, thanks a lot, man. Uh, that guy did. I, uh, he did a great job. Like uh, what I've been doing lately, and it's it's, it's kind of humbling, very well, it's very humbling to me. I've been reaching out to a lot of people because I do would like I would like I do would like God damn I would like to start getting into more of interviews. So when I find subject matters now that I find interesting, I reach out to people. I mean, and it's humbling to ask somebody else, would you come on and let me interview you? And then you got to word it in a way where it's like, you know what, it's not an attack job. Because I've been reaching out to the gay community because I love this show called uh, Legendary. It's about the drag ballroom scene. You know, like uh, Paris is burning and they had another show called uh, My House that was on uh Iceland. So, I like stuff like that, but I don't know anything about it. Being a heterosexual male my whole life, that's just not a world that I'm very much into, other than seeing it on TV. And I would like for people to explain. So, like I said, I reached out to some big shots. And naturally, because they're big shots, they don't even respond. But I, I get a lot of likes when I go to these uh, video sites like on YouTube. People will like everything I'm saying, but nobody will say I'll come on and be interviewed it's because they have a caste system, it seems like, where only people in authority can speak about the the culture. And I'm like, damn, what about the little guy? I'm not necessarily looking for the biggest shot. If you know about the subject, can't you come on and talk? Oh, no, i got to kind of pass that through my uh, mother or father. I'm like, okay. I don't know how that works. See, that's the whole reason of the interview, because I don't know how that shit works. You know? But but, but that's that's crazy, and, and like I said, it's, it's very humbling, man, waiting for other people to respond back to you, because I'm going to continue doing what I'm doing. Uh, last only take one minute, to say yes. That's it, but you know, a closed mouth don't get fed, man. I, I went to YouTube, I went to What I do is I went to these videos and I would put my message on there, attach it to their video and say, if you don't like what I'm saying, delete it. I'm fine with that. Just delete me. Because I'm not doing any attacking. I'm just asking a question. You know, so I did that also on Facebook today. You know, like I'm also reaching out to a lot of people in the music world. I want to find out how we could do a whole show dedicated to music and actually play other people's music but I don't know the procedures so I reached out to a guy this morning who does a radio show just asking you know like what is the procedures on getting permission or licenses to play these people's music because it seems like all you, you know you don't want to get I got a cease and desist order a month ago from YouTube because I was playing 11 seconds of somebody's song as an intro
1: yeah, YouTube, no more, they don't, they, 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 you can't play, you can get a clip it, and then you have to, you can't play a sequence.
0: Yeah, so I, uh, you know what I did? I went and got my own theme song, which I am now licensed to use. That's what I did. I kind of like rebranded. That's why I did the different logo, and I made sure this logo is everywhere I'm attached is just one logo, only, Instagram iTunes, Google, one logo, uh, Facebook, one logo. No, now no more multiple logos. No more multiple shows, different things. So this it's, one it's song. Funny
1: it, even if you own your own copyright, YouTube could still send you a le- cease and desist and remove your channel. I was reading something that happened to um, Crooked out a couple of weeks or months ago. He did an interview. He's got in the podcast. He did an interview with Eminem, right? Another company came and took a, a a snippet, a bigger company came and took a snippet of his interview and posted it to YouTube. YouTube thought that they owned the content and erased Crooked Eye's whole channel.
0: Hmm, that's crazy. Now, I'm going to say something about that, man, and I'm glad you brought that up. I wish somebody big, I wish we can get a movement And I know money is money, and money is good for those guys. But they are not giving the little man anything, man. Every single fucking celebrity has a podcast. Everyone. Megan Thee Stallion just bust one out this week. I mean, damn, can the little person live? I guess, you know, maybe when they all go back on tour, they can't, you know, focus on it so much. I understand the Joe Buttons. Joe Buttons basically gave up everything to do it. Uh, Joe Rogan is the fucking king. Yeah, Joe Rogan. Okay? He, he's the fucking king. So, you can't tell Joe anything. But it's like, T.I.'s got one. This one's got one. Snoop's got one. Every fucking single person who has any celebrity status also has a podcast. So, it's, it's a big industry. And they say something like 16 billion people listen to podcasts. But it's so flooded. And it, it's now to the point, do I listen to what Joe Budden has to say? Or do I listen to this fucking dickhead rant, uh, doc that I've never heard of before who has no songs? So <laughs> it's a choice. And then when you're audio versus video, that's another thing. So I consider myself, I consider uh, Strange Talk with Doc to be truly blessed be having last week i did three shows right three shows we did that one sunday i did a special brooklyn one monday i did a call out to the gay and underground community saturday one weekend over five thousand people listen one week i mean that that, that's fortunate for some reason people want to hear my voice i guarantee you by the time i post this show an hour later I'll have like 20, 50 people have already tuned in. That's why I don't beg people in my life to come on. My brother was supposed to call in today. I knew he would not call in today. I knew it. I didn't even have to question it. Because I've been doing this shit for three years and he's never called in. Well, he called in once for like two minutes. You know, I've had other people, oh man, I hear, you know how many times I hear that shit from people? Man, I call in this weekend, I call in this weekend. And so I never even ask anymore because it, I feel that's, that's humbling that I don't have to do to myself. Why should I ask you to call in when I survive fine? If you don't call in, you know, you're the one who's blowing. You might never, you in your life might never be able to say 3000 people. Listen to me. Say something. I could say that shit. 57 times.
1: I just hate when people say you know they don't I mean? do something and don't do it. That shit annoys the hell out of me. Like, just don't say nothing. Mm-hmm. I didn't ask you. Just
0: don't say nothing. Exactly. You know what? Like I said, you, the, the biggest room you might have spoke to was you got lucky in junior high school and you spoke to the assembly and there was 150 kids. <laughs> if that if that's the case, I have 218 shows. I've done that shit 218 times. Plus, I have some videos of clips that got hundreds of viewers. So I've spoken to hundreds of thousands of people who don't know me from Adam. So if you want to get your viewpoint across to a bunch of people, that's on you. If you don't, that's on you. Well, I've seen some stuff, man. I told you the shy is heating up and I can't wait to see the next episode that comes out today. Uh, Black Monday is just off the fucking charts. That show is, is just bizarre and there's some crazy shit. This Listen, it gets worse as it go. It gets more bizarre as it goes. This is one of those shows. Hang in there because the next episode is going to hit you in the nuts. I watched um, I watched the documentary I really didn't enjoy too much, and I love the subject matter. It was the John Coltrane documentaries called Chasing Train. It was kind of boring, and I love documentaries, man, but this shit was kind of boring. Now I will say there's a good one out there called Mucho Mucho or More, the Legend of Walter Mercado. That shit was fun. Oh yeah. My Everybody family knows family. Walter watch Mercado. Watch yeah,
1: I didn't watch it, but my family watched
0: that the other day. You know what? Walter Mercado came off really good in this documentary. I don't know if there's some other stuff that's going to make him look bad. But he came off looking good. At the end of this documentary, I liked Walter a lot. I liked him a lot because I I didn't see any evil in Walter. I didn't see any meanness in Walter. And it was nice to see a documentary about a person that you didn't see. He had bad intentions for people. And, and so, you know what? He wasn't selling like religion, pie in the sky. He was selling hope. And I don't have a problem with somebody selling hope to hopeless people, even though it might cost them some money to get it. But the man also was on free TV forever, so. And here's another one on Netflix you might like, Net. Basketball or Nothing, about some Indian, Navajo Indians from Arizona, Chingling, Arizona, playing b-ball. One, I didn't even know that Native Americans like b-ball like that. But some of these Native American kids would get on a court with a brother and bust his ass, so I thought that was kind of cool. You know. I
1: have to check that out. I, I, that never even popped up on my list.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a good one. Um uh, Lil Wayne, the free wheezy album. He had a song on there, I don't know if you listened to it, called Glory. That shit is fire. Absolute fire. Uh I, as far as I know, this is an old album. Old C D, this was the one that he was trying to get from Under Babies uh yeah. Yeah, and he Lil finally Wayne released for me, for Lil that. Wayne
1: is someone has to recommend a Lil, me to go listen to a Lil Wayne song I'm not really going to listen for a Lil Wayne track
0: Listen, Glory is a must listen I mean, absolutely, positively he had three on there that I must listen to one is Glory, the other one is called Murder featuring Corey Guns and Koppel and Junior Reed who's a reggae artist and the other one was this song called My Heart Races On with this guy Jake Troth. Those are the three winners to me. Glory, murder, my heart races on three winners. Absolute winners. They're going into heavy rotation in my car. I finally listened to Papa's Pop Smoke, who I've never heard of before in my life, other than his death. So they released his album. It's called Shoot for the Stars and Aim for, or Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon. He had a song on there called Got It On Me, which he's referring to he got his piece on him. And unfortunately the night that he died he obviously didn't have his piece on him. But the song basically was 50 Cents, So Many Men Redone. Which I've never heard in rap somebody basically redo he covered a rap song, which was weird. That's why
1: 50 really liked that guy. He said they had many conversations and when 50 came big, I guess that was the biggest rap star at the time. So I guess he really influenced
0: him. He more than influenced. I mean, damn man, you put the, you could put the two on side to side. He actually in rap nobody copies somebody else's basically uh chorus yeah. hook. He copied the hook. Like, you know, I no longer cry. I no longer look to the sky. So many men, he said the same exact words. I mean, did he add some modern day stuff to it? Yes. So I'm going to give him credit for that. I thought that was a pretty good song. Got it on me. Even though it's ironic that a man talking about having his gun. And if you run up on me, I'm going to kill you. Before you kill me. Didn't have his gun when people ran up on him. And the second one. That I thought was alright was Tunnel Vision A song called Tunnel Vision That one is short It's like towards the end of the album But he just You know what he was talking about his Tunnel Vision And it, he hit some great points And it was good So I got respect a little bit of respect for the album But when these guys get into all that Quervo trap shit I'm out I mean those are songs I tune out in six seconds And by the way That little Wayne stuff that I'm telling you about Those three songs that I mentioned, those are not trap. Those are straight rap. Straight rap. I wouldn't ask you to listen to anything. Matter of fact, I'm not reviewing any Trap House artist on Strange Talk with Doc for any reason anymore. I don't give a fuck about the Gucci mains. I don't care about... I still have not listened to to Scotchy's latest hit. I refuse. I won't even give him an extra click. But then we all... No, no, not touching. Then we also had Moon Man and Slim Shady. The Avengers of Moon Man and Slim Shady, which is uh, Kid Cuddy and Eminem. I thought the song was alright. It was alright. I, I, I thought it was entertaining. I don't know what the fuck Kid Cuddy was talking about. It wasn't like those bars flowed into anything but fun. I mean, it had no message <laughs> at all. You know, M tried to throw in a couple of things to make it seem like it was about something, but his part wasn't about shit either. You know, he, oh, why are you on my carotid artery? Uh, rest in peace to Aubrey. Rest in peace to George Floyd. But other than that, he, you know, Slim Shady wouldn't have gave a fuck about anything political anyway. You know, there's Eminem and then there's Slim Shady. Now, another brother who I think had a really shitty week this week was big muscle-bound dumbass Terry Crews. He just
1: need to shut the fuck up forever, man.
0: Well, I, I you know what I'm going to say? I'm going to take what you just said. I'm going to run with it. And there's no need to, for me to elaborate. I think you closed the door on that one. Concurred. You know?
1: I mean, every week I mean, like, come on, man. Like, like every week you tap dancing. Like, come on. I'm tired.
0: How long? Let me ask you a question. How long before he's standing with his arm around Trump at the White House saying, you know, he takes the place of Kanye?
1: How long?
0: Because he's Shit, like next he's in line.
1: Tomorrow he'll be there.
0: Yeah, man. You know? Like,
1: dude, you from Flint, Michigan. Like, go talk about Flint, knee and water. How about that? Yeah. But every time you tweet something, it's it's like, uh, oh shit! What did he say last last week? It was
0: black supremacy.
1: Sure, yeah. Then it was then it turned into black lives. Make sure black lives matter doesn't turn into black lives better. Like, yes. What?
0: And it's always an attack against black. And so he's he's actually sold out. He's gone. I don't. I, he's another one who I deleted. Yeah. I don't want to even hear anything yeah, he's got to say.
1: I don't really delete people, but yeah, I had to take him off. I was like, I'm getting yeah, yeah. tired
0: of these pop- him, and, him and, uh, Steph, uh, like I said, Stephen uh, Steph, uh, Jackson, I don't give yeah. a fuck what they say. I don't want to hear it right now. First of all, I forgot to mention this one. Stephen Jackson had a lot of beef with sisters to begin with. He had actually said earlier this year, and I'm going to paraphrase, something like black women are twice as bad to black men as the police. I mean, you know, I, when I look at him, I'm thinking his mama was a black woman. His grandmother was a black woman. I'm assuming. But I think it's safe to to assume when you're that dark, there are black women in your family. And to say that they are twice as bad to black men on this is what you post so that people would see it with the platform you have so black women never forgave him anyway they kind of read through him with the George Floyd thing because you know what a lot of black women had a problem with him with somebody's daughter on his lap you know that that most men don't want another man holding their child in their lap but you know what I digress and that's just me venting so Here's something that did not surprise me. But it was nice to find out. So we find out that Tucker Carlson is nothing but a puppet. Because his racist head writer basically said after he got fired. That everything that comes out of Tucker's mouth at the beginning of the show. Are words I give him. So Tucker's not even speaking for himself when he's spewing all that bullshit on Fox. It's being pumped into his ear. So people have been given. Go ahead. No,
1: the thing the sheep. I call people sheep.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Do anything. So yeah, they, they were given. Save. Yeah, they were giving Tucker all this credit for like you know these viewpoints. Come to find out, they might not even be Tucker's viewpoints. He might be just doing it like an actor for the money. <laughs> Dude says anything that Tucker reads is coming from me. And it's the same dude who said, you know, nigga. It's the same white guy who, who called jet black niggers. I mean, come yeah, on. But man. I, I, bet you wouldn't, sh- well, I bet you he
1: wouldn't come to a, 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 a black neighborhood and, and say the niggers. It's fine no, no, when no, you're no, in your no.
0: studio and nobody could uh, uh, get to you. Yeah, and, but here's another thing, Ned. Let's not forget he was also hindered under assumed names on his uh, social media sites. So he yeah. wasn't even taking credit under his full name. That's how cowardice he is. But you know what? There's a lot of cowardism. There's a lot of bullshit going on, man. And I'm glad that lawyer couple, the Bukowski's. See, this is what you get when you do stupid shit. You had the feds knocking on your door SWAT team early in the morning to come confiscate your rifle because you don't know how to play nice with people were walking by. Buying their damn business out in St. Louis.
1: Yeah. They tried to make it seem like they, they was terrorizing them.
0: Those people were nowhere near. They were the, on the damn street. The yeah. Well, it's not really a public street. I guess when you're in a gated community. But
1: yeah, they were on community. the
0: street. They was not even on his grass. There was no need for the reaction that him and his wife gave. None. Other than they wanted to try to prove some kind of point. But when you harass people. There's two things they tell you in this world, right? Your driver's license is a privilege, right? Yep. Your gun license is for sure a extra privilege because everybody, a person can get a driver's license, can't get a gun license. So, that's an extra privilege. That kind of says, I lived alright. I lived a decent life. And they allow me to protect my my family and my goods in a special manner. Cause think about it you can lose your driver's license any fucking day A court, uh, you can go to uh uh traffic court and the judge says you know what you're suspended for six months and you got like, a friend
1: that license was suspended for the rest of his life
0: you know what i have a buddy who can't ever get a license and never had a license because he was one of those um drag racers as a kid yeah. And he multiple, multiple, multiple times got arrested for it and never paid any of the fines. So that shit is compounded into twenty, thirty thousand dollars 30000 Now, they won't arrest him. For some reason, they never charged him with it. But it's on his record that if he ever is defiled, he has to pay every dime of that back first before he could even pay the, the money to take a permit. So we're talking about a 57-year-old man who's never had a driver's license and one of the best drivers I've ever met because he was a race driver. But he refused to go about doing the right thing. So the courts have always told him it's a privilege. That's all the judge ever says. It's a privilege. You've blown the, the privilege. Yeah.
1: My friend, he even scared to get an electric bike because he's like, they might arrest me for this. So he's like, nah, I'm good. I'll, I'll just ride my yeah. regular bike.
0: I hear that some people that don't pay their child support, they take the fucking license from them. Yeah, they just,
1: they supposed to, I don't know if it's every state, but I know New York supposed to suspend your license.
0: Yeah, well, I think for the most part, it's kind of national. What they do is they'll take your, other than your right to earn money, if you use it to get back and forth to work, but I, there's no joyriding. If you call that like 11 o'clock at night and you get a ticket, you can be arrested. Me and you yeah, would be released because it's just license. a ticket. Yep. Yeah. Me and you would be just a ticket. That person, it would be cuffed and they go to jail.
1: I think at a yeah. certain age, you should, they should review your license, too. Shit.
0: Yeah, well, you know God, what?
1: got up there, almost killed, almost killed me. I was like, what the fuck, dude? They need to review your license.
0: Well, anybody I'm that makes a complete
1: you. stop on the highway, they need to review your license.
0: Bro, well, that's, that's insane. Uh, my wife says that all the time because she says, obviously, some of these people get them at 16. They're now 52, yeah. and they've never been reevaluated.
1: Think about you it. Know, you got to renew different. everything else every 10 years. Your passport, your driver's license. I mean, you renew your driver's license, but they don't have to get retested.
0: Yeah, you know what? Your gun license, every five years. Every five years, you got to fill in a renewal. Think about it. your fucking car gets a a health inspection every year.
1: Yep.
0: Registration. To make sure that you pass emissions.
1: I think if you got a, a newer car, they should make it like every two two years or so. Jeez yeah, I think Christ they me. do.
0: For people who have anything after twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen, I think they do that now. Because I feel like the mission get... test
1: is not gonna be bad if you got a newer car unless you got a lemon.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm supposed to go get mines. Mines runs out September 30th or 31st every year, and I'm supposed to have my new one on by October 1st or October 13th. Matter of fact, I was just talking to my wife. She's like, "Fuck going to these uh, corona infested uh, garages right now." Wait, <laughs> and I, I take advice. I I'll, I'll let it pass for a while. You know, I mean the the thing that I'm glad that I went and got done. Before this Corona hit, was I did go and get my um, New World Order ID. So I got this brand new fucking um, real ID that I can't use no way. The oh yeah, need they put it back. Yeah, cause
1: that's the one that you need to fly.
0: Mhm. I so I went and got it. I got it, in. I believe I got it right before this happened. So that might have been the beginning of March i went down there it was a long ass line too but they bing bang boomed us out and i got it and i was like okay now i got this fancy real id that lasts for what eight years or something like that and so i don't have to worry about that yeah but it's done and uh that's over and the good thing about it is you know it's it's legit you know i don't have to worry about id But that's just it. Well, man, I appreciate you calling in that, man, as usual. If you got something that you want to shout out or say or tell us about that you've seen or that you've heard, you know, this is the time.
1: Two New movies, Greyhound with Tom Hanks and Old God with Charlize Theron. Old God was okay. It could have been better. But um, Greyhound was decent. So I would say give Greyhound
0: a, a shot. Was it fast? I, From what I hear, it was fast-paced, because for a war movie, it'll be only 90 minutes. That's pretty quick.
1: Yeah, yeah, Greyhound is pretty fast-paced. It's like a five-minute slowdown, and then it really picks up. But um, I think if you want to visualize for people, uh, you need your sound turned up to get all effects that are possible, because this movie should have been released in, uh, like, an IMAX theater or something like that.
0: Yeah, what you gonna say he was very hurt they had to do it this way, but what could you do? Corona, yeah. COVID-19, buddy. Yeah. And he's uh he's fascinated with war. This is about his fourth movie where Tom Hanks has been in war. Well,
1: he don't play the pilot, he don't play the uh two ship captains, so he's uh, I, I, I guess he 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 wants to hit every every skill. He I didn't see Mr. Rogers so hey coming up. Uh
0: let's Let's not forget, he also was Forrest Gump, who was a war hero. Oh, war hero, yes. Forrest Gump got the Congressional Medal of Honor. Uh, he also was, uh, oh man, there's another one that Tom Hanks, Save It Private Ryan. Oh, yeah. Wait, People forget Save Private,
1: Private Ryan? Hmm? Nah, I remember Save Private Ryan. I just
0: didn't
1: remember it
0: was Tom Hanks. Yeah. Tom Hanks, I believe, was in Saving Private Ryan. And you know what I'll do? If I'm completely wrong next Sunday when I do this podcast, I will apologize about it because I ain't always right. That's just human. Oh
1: yeah, it was Tom. It's
0: definitely Tom Hanks. Okay, so Tom Hanks. So he's been Army, he's been Marines, he's been the Navy. He's done it all, man. He's definitely been in some um some war stuff for sure. This category of.
1: they did ended up putting the black lives matter in front of the trump
0: hotel yes 5th. i did see that
1: Yeah.
0: and that caused some they grief just, they just yeah. delayed it yeah yeah you know what i i do appreciate that he finally pulled the trigger on it i thought it was uh, a good uh, optic for trump to see because now it just gives him another reason to hate new york <laughs> you know you know how that goes no. You do hate
1: New York really now that the Supreme Court said that he has to hand over his tax returns.
0: Well, you know what? That's gonna be an interesting saga, and I can't wait to see how this plays out because um let's see if the Southern Southern District of New York does the right thing. They seem to dislike him, especially since they got rid of the last uh, district attorney. Remember that guy he got fired? Yeah. So let's see, let's see what they do. Let's see if they do the, the right thing for the people of America because nobody seems to be doing the right thing for us at all. And that's just a, a sad situation, but it's a truthful manner. Net, man, I want you to have a blessed weekend, man. I want you to stay safe, man. Stay safe. Protect yourself out there. Yes, yes. I am a mask wearer. I'm proud of it. I ain't jiving nobody. I say wear your fucking mask. You'll get used to it. We might be in these fucking masks longer than you think. So don't listen to Trump and think that it's unnecessary. It's necessary. But I'm going to tell everybody like I tell them each and every time, man. This is Strange Talk with Doc. I'm Doc. That's been Netboy sitting in with us. And I'm just going to say peace to you and peace to yours. Net, peace, brother.
1: Have a good one. Peace.
0: Okay.